Hey church family, welcome back to another Leroy UMC podcast. This week we're talking about friendship. Why is it so important for us to be close with one another and also find solitude in our friendship with God? Jesus surrounded himself with friends to inspire and be inspired by each other, the same way we need to continue that tradition. Let's send it over to Pastor Tammy for this week's sermon. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our collective hearts be acceptable to you, our rock, our strength, and our redeemer. Amen. Friends, we all have at least one, or at least I hope we all have at least one. Some may have too many friends to mention, but friendships are an important part of our lives an important part of who we are. There are different stages of friendship, and there are many different types of friends. There are acquaintances, casual friends, eh, so-so friends, fair-weather friends, short-term friends, close friends, long-term friends, and even soulmates. There are friends that tell you the truth even when you don't want to hear it, even when it hurts. There are friends that you can call on any time, night or day, especially if you need someone to talk to in that moment. There are those friends that cheer you up when you're down, pick you up when you fall, maybe laughing at the time, but they make you laugh when you want to cry, They protect you, they care about you, and they love you for who you are. There are also those that call themselves a friend, but when you really need them, they let you down and are nowhere to be found. That is when you discover who your true friends are. There are those that profess to be your friend, but at the first sign of trouble, they disappear. And you may not see or hear anything from them for years, if ever again. But that is not a friend. I found this little poem entitled Friendship A to Z that describes a good friend. It goes through the alphabet, so listen up. It goes like this. A friend accepts you as you are, believes in you, calls you just to say hi, doesn't give up on you, envisions the whole of you, even the unfinished parts, forgives your mistakes, gives unconditionally, helps you, invites you over, just wants to be with you, keeps you close at heart, loves you for who you are, makes a difference in your life, never judges, offers support, picks you up, quiets your fears, raises your spirits, says nice things about you, 
tells you the truth when you need it, understands you, values you, walks beside you, explains things you don't understand, yells when you won't listen, and zaps you back to reality. I have to say that that is so true. And I am thankfully blessed to have a couple of very dear friends that are just like that. And I firmly believe that we all need at least one friend in our life that can do that for us, that fits that description perfectly. Now, some of us have friends that have been in our lives since high school or even before. I have a very dear friend two very dear uh, good friends that I've had since, one since fifth grade and one since sixth. For over 47 years, I've been able to call them friend. One in particular is just four days older than I am. We became friends through our parents, and after we graduated eighth grade, her family moved to Missouri. And even though we were apart and not with each other on a regular basis, we remained very close. We spent summers together. And over the years, we may have grown in different directions, but we still remain in contact. And there's a lot of new ways to do that through Facebook, letters, birthday cards, phone calls. And we even still get together for a few days in the summer or in September for our birthdays. But through it all, even though we may not see each other or talk to each other every single day, when we do get time together, it's like we've never been apart. That is what true friendship is like. Being comfortable enough to be yourself and not have to worry about making a good impression because they're going to love you anyway, just the way you are. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend loves at all times. God created us to be able to build relationships amongst ourselves. God wants us to have friends and expects us to be a good friend to those that we live near, work with, and have contact with on a regular basis. That is all part of God's great plan. If he did not want us to have relationships with each other, he would have never created Eve. Think about that. Eve was created as a companion to Adam. To not only be a wife or a mate, but also his friend. They were given someone that they could rely upon, each other. God originally had created Adam as a friend, someone to walk through the garden with, to talk to. But when Adam realized that, he, that like, unlike all the other animals who had mates, he had none, God created one to be Adam's companion, his friend. Just like Adam and Eve, 
were created as companions for one another, God also created us to be united, not only as a church, but as friends. Someone that each of us could rely on, especially when we are facing something hard in our lives. Proverbs 27.10 says, Do not forsake your friend or a friend of your family. Who remembers that good old sitcom Gilligan's Island? Yeah? I used to love watching that show growing up. And some of the episodes I can remember very well. One in particular was when Gilligan got his feelings hurt by the others on the island. Do you remember that episode? He decides that he'd be better off by himself, so he gathers up his belongings, and he moves to the other side of the island and lives in a cave. Now the others then begin to miss Gilligan. They miss his jokes, his laugh, his goofiness, and and especially his clumsiness. And Gilligan is lonely until one by one, each of the other inhabitants move in with him on the other side of the island. The moral of this episode was that sometimes our friends can hurt us or make us feel less than what we are, but they are still our friends. Without friends, we're all alone. We're never whole without someone else with us. Romans chapter 12, verses 4 and 5 reads, Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to the others. Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4 reads, Do, not, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but, to, but each of you to the interests of the others. And then back to Romans chapter 12, verse 15, it reads, Rejoice with those that rejoice, and mourn with those who mourn. Each of these verses are reminders of the kind of friend that we are to be to one another. Each one of us needs someone as a friend that has our back to be there in times of a celebration to hold us up when trials may come. Because that is when you find out who your real friends are. God does not want us to be alone or to go through life alone. We all need someone to lean on. When trials come and we find ourselves in a valley, God expects us to have someone to go to, a shoulder to cry on, a hand to help us back up. God wants us to be there, to comfort one another in times of trial and tribulation or in pain and suffering. When someone is hurting, God calls us to be there to lend a hand, to give comfort, to hold their hand, or maybe just listen. 
And when good things happen, God calls us to be there to rejoice over the birth of a child or to celebrate a birthday, wedding, or anniversary, or even just to enjoy a good day together. God did not create us to be isolated or alone. We're not supposed to be set apart from each other. God did not make us to be a church of one. He made us to be a church of many. And Jesus calls us to come together in a common place to worship, to meet, to share a meal, but most of all, to become one in him. The believers and followers in the New Testament give us story after story about what it means to be a friend and what the new believers and followers did together. The early Christians were not alone in their beliefs. They, they came together to pray, to study scripture, to worship, and to praise God. They bonded over a common belief. They called one another a friend because that's what they were. And today we, we hold to that same common belief. Just as those early Christians, we believe that Christ is the Son of God and the Son of Man, that he is our rock and our redeemer, our savior, the giver of salvation, the forgiver of our sins. And we need to know without a doubt that Jesus Christ is our friend. Earlier we sang, God really loves us. And I want you to think about these words from that very first verse. I've got a friend closer than a brother. There is no judgment. Oh, how he loves me. I've got a friend. He is my strength. He is my portion. With me in the valley, with me in the fire, with me in the storm. Wow. What better friend could we ever have? Proverbs 18.24 tells us, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. This song and scripture both remind us that our friend is Jesus, who is closest to us, closer to us than any ordinary brother or sister. Jesus loves us sticks close to us, and will never leave our side. There's also an old hymn that is another perfect reminder that when others are not there for us, there is someone that is always there. And that someone is Jesus. That hymn is what a friend we have in Jesus. I want to read the words to that hymn to you and, and let the words sink in. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer.
Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Are we weak and heavy laden, cumbered with a load of care? Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do thy friends despise, forsake thee? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms he'll take and shield thee. Thou wilt find a solace there. I have to say, I think the words of that hymn says it all. Jesus is a friend above all friends. He takes all our sins and our sorrows upon himself and he bears them. He wants us to pray to him, to turn everything over to him, our joys, our sorrows. He does not want to bear our pain and he doesn't want us to bear our pain and suffering alone. We could search the whole world over and never find a truer friend, one that is more faithful than the one we have in Jesus. He knows us better than we even know ourselves. Our human friends can turn against us, leave us behind, but Jesus will never leave us. He will always be with us. Friends may come and friends may go, but one friend is always beside you through thick and thin, and that friend is Jesus Christ. He is always there for you through the good, through the uplifting and the happy times in life, as well as through the, the sadness, troubles, illness, or weakness. All any of us need to do is call out his name, and he will come running to be there with you. You know, that reminds me of another song. Although it's not considered a Christian song, but one that speaks very strongly of friendship. When you're down and troubled, and you need a helping hand, and nothing, oh, nothing is going right. Close your eyes and think of me, and soon I will be there to brighten up even your darkest nights. Do you know the verse? Let's sing it. You just call out my name, and you know wherever I am, I'll come running 
to see you again. Winter, spring, summer, or fall, all you have to do is call, and I'll be there. You've got a friend. James Taylor sings it best, right? But a true friend shares in everything that you will go through and is willing to give everything they can. True friends are priceless. But even more priceless is a true friendship with Christ Jesus. So, why church? Because in church, you can make the truest of friends and experience greater friendships. But most of all, you can know the greatest friend you will ever find. The one who gave it all just for you. Let us pray. Jesus, thank you for being a true friend, the one we can always count on to be here for us when we need a friend or a confidant, someone to listen to us as we talk things through. Remind us that we cannot go through life without a friend and that when we have you in our lives, we will always have the best friend we could ever have by our side. Bless us with your presence for the remainder of our days. Amen. Again, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you are blessed and that you are a blessing. Go in peace.